Ooh. Good afternoon. This is Elizabeth Copeland of Grief Dialogues, and you are listening to our recent podcast of Grief Bursts. Today I am interviewing Emma Payne, whose website is www.grief.coach, and she's here to tell us about a new text messaging platform that will really help a lot of grievers out there. So Emma, um, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, start with your story. How did you get here? Uh, yeah, this is um, you know not what I not what I imagined I would be doing back when I was thinking I was going to be a, a lawyer or an actor. <laughs> in Both noble causes. In high school. <laughs> yeah. um, so well, I've spent my whole career twenty five something years now doing web and mobile um, community building. I built um, an online helpline for suicide prevention, for example. I'd done a lot of um, mobile apps to encourage young people to vote. So I have my career in technology and mobile platforms and how we can use them to engage with each other Mm -hmm. in the real world. Um, But also as a volunteer, I'd been doing lots of work around grief and loss. And that began for me with my husband's suicide 15 years ago. you know, I knew, I knew nothing of suicide and nothing of grief at the time I was 31. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, life was turned upside down at that, at that point. And a lot of people were not able to be present for me. It was scary for lots of us. And we were young and it was new and I felt very, very... Um, yeah, it was an experience, <laughs> let's say that. <laughs> Uh, but then 11 years later, his best friend, who was also his second cousin, um, died of cancer. And Gordon and I had been friends since we were teenagers. I was godmother to his godsons. And uh, he was the person who really was there for me after very after my husband's um, suicide. And before he died, Gord asked me to go and deliver the eulogy at his funeral, which I agreed to do. And was there with him as he died. And But... You know, really, until he was gone, I didn't re- realize how big an ask that was because now I was going to fly across the country and um, stand in front of a busy full church that was full of all the friends and family who hadn't necessarily known how to be there for me when my husband had died 11 years prior. Um, but it ended up being this massive gift from Gordon because what happened the minute I sat down in my pew was that people realized who I was and I spent 48 hours hearing from people about how much regret they had about having not reached out for me, why they hadn't reached out. I was, I didn't know what to say. I'm so sorry. I, how have you been? I've always wondered about you. I feel terrible that I didn't reach out. And then too much time passed and I didn't know what to say. And um, so this period of time that had been difficult for me to not hear from people, it turned out had also been difficult for a hundred other people that really genuinely had wanted to help and didn't know how. Right, right. Um, and so at that point I started conceiving of mm-hmm. Grief Coach and thinking about how we could do a better job helping the people who in turn want to support mm-hmm. grievers mm-hmm. and pulling together my work expertise with my, with my personal experience of right. grief. Yeah. Right. So tell us a little bit about the platform and how it works. Sure. It's actually quite, I shouldn't say it's simple because it's taken me a couple years to build it, but for the user, it's quite simple. It's a text messaging platform. There's nothing to install, nothing to do. Um, 
And we send personalized text messages both to the grieving person and to the friends and family around them because I believe that's, that's the magic. Mm -hmm. If we have a few people that feel confident and comfortable supporting us, we'll be okay. Um, so the messages are personalized based on things like cause of death, relationship to the deceased, amount of time that's passed since the death. Um, and I'm really, I'm really, really proud of it. It's, um, you know, it's not suggesting that a text message is going to ever replace therapy. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> um, but a lot of people don't want therapy. A lot mm -hmm. of people can't afford therapy. And even then, that's just for the grieving person, not for the friends, the family, the neighbors, the colleagues who just want to get a little bit of help, a little bit of support. Hey, some key date reminders. Do you remember tomorrow is going to be three months since so-and-so died? Great day to reach out. Or so-and-so is returning mm -hmm. to work. Could you pick them up and help with this. Next week would have been their child's birthday and that's gonna be difficult, here are some suggestions. So just trying to give supporters um, some nudges, mm -hmm. some key date reminders, some suggestions about how they can be what they wanna be, which is a good friend and right. they, want, they want to help, they just don't know, don't know how. Don't know how and these are good ideas yeah. for what, yeah. just how that, how would look. Yeah, right. and sometimes people um, sometimes that's all it takes, you know, like a little bit of just feeling acknowledged. And um, I had a really interesting story a couple weeks ago. A woman signed up for a subscription. She had lost a baby to a stillbirth, so she had a stillbirth little boy, stillborn little boy in February. And her husband didn't know how to support her. Um, and was in his own grief, obviously. Um, her best friend said, I just don't know how to be with you when you're like this. Um, and she's feeling very isolated. And I mean, aside from the fact that she's grieving her son, she's feeling so alone. So she signed up for a subscription and then she added her best friend and her, every subscription is for up to five people because I think right. the more the merrier mm -hmm. in my, my mm -hmm. experience of grief. And so she could add her friend and her husband, so they're getting messages too. Mm -hmm. Within a couple of days, we got a message back from the friend, mm -hmm. from the woman who said, I just don't know how to be with you when you're like this. And she said, thank you so much for understanding that this is difficult for me too. Right. Like I love them, but this is scary as hell and I don't know, mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't know what to do. Right. I just actually don't know what to do. Right. And staying away seems and, like that's the right thing right. to do when it's not. When it's not. It's right. actually the one wrong thing to do mm -hmm. is to vanish, right? But mm -hmm. um, but we do sometimes vanish because we're not, mm -hmm. we just actually don't, we don't, no one teaches us how to be with people who are grieving, right? It's not, it's not taught. No. And you shouldn't feel ashamed to not know how to do it. Right. And so, yeah, for me, grief coaches are very uh, kind of simple, low friction, easy way to get good information into the right hands at the right time so that we can then do other things for each other and sometimes in the real world reach out and do things together and sometimes just mm -hmm. pick the phone up and sometimes hey pass over a photo that you found on your phone of the person who's gone but that made you laugh whatever it is right things like that. right oh that's a great tip too uh, sharing a, a photo from happy time yeah I had a I know um, that means a lot to me I had a, a follower this a couple days ago on Twitter He's a cardiac surgeon, and he responded to a tweet saying uh, something about how, you know, he thinks that the most underutilized 
piece of advice is to just say, hey, I was thinking of so-and-so the other day because this came into my mind. So I pinged him and asked if I could quote him and turn it into a piece which we have. Um, and it is, it's just that. It's like, oh, I was walking through the park and I remembered how much Charlie liked to pick up chestnuts. So I filled my pockets up and it was nice to think of him. And we don't share that with the grieving person, but for the grieving person, that's such a gift. It's like, oh, this person lives on in other people's memories. I'm not the only one right. filled with these memories day in and day out. Right. But instead, yes. we tend to do the opposite. We, we just don't it. mention it. Right. So it was nice. That's an excellent point. Last year, I lost a very good friend. Um, he, he was 87. Uh, and it, you could see it coming for about a year prior. But the day he died, uh, and I was told with others that they were going to terminate life support. And I happened to be walking by a shop after I had left the group where we were informed. I walked by a shop and there in the window was a red sequin scarf. And uh, Frank was an old theater guy. He Mm -hmm. actually got his acting debut in Buster Keaton's first talkie. Oh, wow. (laughs) And went on to do great things in Hollywood. He was the director of Mark and Mindy and and he had that wonderful flair about him. Mm. I went in, I didn't even ask how much the red sequin scarf was. It turned out it was a consignment shop and it only cost me $5, (laughs) but that wasn't the point. And I wore it and uh, I wore it quite frequently over the next couple of months. And I did tell the widow. The following Christmas, I wore it in our Santa photo. Our family's Jewish. But my Christmas gift from them is always to be in a family photo. Yeah. So even though my boys are 29 and 24, they and their girlfriends <laughs> are in that Santa photo with my husband and I. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, I wore it, uh, the red sequin scarf in that photograph. And then when I sent Cynthia her holiday, who we actually do New Year's cards. We sent her the New Year's cards. I said, still thinking about Frank. Notice right. the scarf. I think that's beautiful and wonderful and people love it they do they love do. it and so these are the kinds of things that you have uh, on their little tips yeah so the text message just comes mm-hmm. out the messages are sent more frequently at the beginning but um it, so it's so it's for up to five people for a whole year at least once a week more mm-hmm. frequently at the beginning also extra ones for birthday mother's day if you lost your mom or a child different ones for death anniversaries, Valentine's Day, if you'd lost a partner, things like that. Right, right. And yeah, they're just text messages, so I shouldn't say just, they're they're short. Right, right. right. No one's asking you to go out and read a huge um, document, and I think that's the beauty of it, actually. Just little bits over time, Mm -hmm. not a whole concentrated, um, instead of getting tons of information in the first couple of months, you're getting a little bit over time. Right. And they're short, Mm -hmm. and we actually have one to your story about the scarf. I know there's a message in there that suggests, yeah, hey, maybe this is a week you want to find a keepsake or something Mm -hmm. that you want to wear or watch. It can be nice. Um, Mm -hmm. Or, hey, this would be a great time to send over a photo or a favorite memory or things like that. And the messages are personalized. So cause of death makes a difference, not just to the content of the messages, but also to the cadence with, right. a, with a sudden shocking death, you might not be ready for certain things in the first three months that you would be if it was an elderly person that died of natural causes and you knew the death was coming. Right. right. So the the right. content and the timing changes a little bit based on based on the situation. And are t- typically the subscribers those 
who have the grief themselves, or, or is it a friend reaching out to you saying, I have this friend and I don't know how to help, or is it both? Yeah, it's a great question. I really thought it was going to be the friends and family. So instead, you know, what am I gonna do? Okay, I could send flowers, I could send casseroles, or I could educate myself and four other people for a whole year, you know, because it's not, it's not expensive. Um, so I thought that the, um, I thought the most typical buyer would be the friends and family, and I have had that so far. Uh, I've only been live for a few months, so it's new. But I'm surprised to also have been having the grieving person themselves, like the example I just gave about the woman with the stillbirth, the grieving person themselves recognizes that the people around them are struggling and mm -hmm. aren't able to help, and so she or he buys it and then adds the supporters in. Right. Um, but I'm also selling through uh, organizations, so people like funeral providers, hospices can uh, buy a package of subscriptions and then they in turn um, hand those out to their their clients. Right, right. Oh, interesting. So what, uh, what kind of feedback have you received on it's, this? I, mean, I know I'm, it's new. But yeah, yeah, it's new, but I'm just having so much... I mean, people say, isn't it depressing doing this all day? I'm like, no, it's not. It's the absolute opposite. I'm having a blast, actually. Mm -hmm. um, it's like they're coming together of all the things that I'm good at work-wise, but also in terms of my just passion and care about grief support and mm -hmm. not, not supporting the grieving person, but supporting the people around them. That's, the, for me, the magic right. piece. Um, and just getting feedback from people has been amazing. Um, the woman who shared with me last week that it just felt like they were being written just for her and it's really helping her process her dad I cried I'm like ah, oh, yes. this is the whole reason I had this idea two right. years ago so I'm proud of myself for <laughs> making it actually happen yes yes um, I had one um, subscriber whose uh, stepchildren had lost their mother and it was a very complicated situation and in her case she had good feedback from me, which was, you know, it needed to be more specific sooner so that I understood that you understood the complexity of my situation. Mm -hmm. um, but with that feedback, I was able to take all those first three days, welcome messages, create more specific versions of them all, mm -hmm. and try to, yeah, do more to recognize the specificity right. earlier. Right. So there's going to be all kinds of all kinds of things I can improve, I'm sure, as right. we so, go. I would think it would be very difficult to get every single possible scenario yeah. Uh, yeah. down. But, yeah. but and so much things are in, so much of it's in common though. And mm -hmm. that's another interesting thing. You know, mm -hmm. at the beginning my developer thought, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to have thousands of versions of everything. But a lot of things apply, mm -hmm. especially when you're trying to help the supporter understand how to help the person who's in pain. Right. Um, empathetic listening and how to be there and specific suggestions. Right. A lot of it is in common. Mm -hmm. um, what would be yeah. one piece of advice you would give someone who's newly aggrieved? Uh, I, I had it yesterday. I had a, 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 this has been happening for a long time. I mean, it's one of the reasons that made me think about how, I think because I had quite early and intense experiences with grief and because I was okay to talk about it for many, many years, people have put their newly bereaved person in direct mm -hmm. touch with me. Um, so yesterday I heard from a woman I've never met mm -hmm. uh, in Canada who someone else has said, oh, you know, you should reach out to my friend Emma because her husband, she's young, she's 30s, her mm -hmm. husband died suddenly last year in May and she sent an email that was, she's in so much pain, so much pain 
and at the same time is frustrated that she's still in pain. You know, it's like a year later and I should be better, but no, now I've just lost my job because I can't function at work. And I, I was worried about her. Um, and the piece of advice is that grief is an inherently emotional, deeply emotional experience. And one part of the journey that you're on is to, to feel that. Um, but yet, so many of us layer on this other part, which is to judge ourselves for not doing it quickly, not doing it right, so-and-so's doing it better, this person told me I should move on. Um, we have to let that go. We, we, we're torturing ourselves with the sort of self-evaluation about how we should and shouldn't be doing instead of just saying, wow, this is brutal and it hurts and what can I do to care for myself as I, as I have these feelings. So I think one, one piece of advice is that to just let go of the self-judgment. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I was the queen of this, so oh, yes. I totally understand. I'd be like, okay, it's three months. I should be doing X, Y, Z, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing is that you can't do it alone. Like, grief should be the one thing that shows you you can't walk the mm-hmm. world on your own. Mm-hmm. You've got to have, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just one or two people by your side that you can really share the experience with, you have to have it. Right. Um, and I think because we tend to isolate ourselves in grief, mm-hmm. we we lose that right we have to you need you need some you can't do it on your own right you need need some help right some support well death and grief are the great equalizers they sure are that's what we say at grief dialogues Uh, and i jokingly say or not jokingly saying that our current administration has proven that the old (laughs) adage there's nothing certain but death and taxes They've shown that taxes are yes, maybe, maybe not. But death, but death, definitely. death yeah, is gonna everybody, everybody is yeah. going to experience. And chances are they're going to experience at least some grief at losing mm-hmm. a loved one in their life. For me, like the opportunity to support someone else in grief, people shy away from it and they're nervous about it. But if you can really travel that road with someone, it will be amazing and joyful and life expanding and it helps you to get ready for the ones that are coming right you're going to lose more people right so it's also you know it's a learning it is a learning opportunity and quite a quite a beautiful one if you right if you can find a way to step up i think it's i think this is brilliant uh so tell us what if i i did get an opportunity to work on with the text message platform which i actually really loved you're right it's super easy to (laughs) set up and receive your messages and know that someone's out there and understands what you're going through so tell the listeners what they should do if they want to participate in this sure thank you so it's uh it is actually very very straightforward it's you just go to www.grief.coach hit the subscribe button um, give yourself, you know, 10 minutes, pour yourself a, a whiskey or a cup of tea or whatever you need and um, because you need to have with you the cell phone number of the people that you want to be getting messages and the date of the death and the birthday and so on. So you mm-hmm. spend about 10 minutes filling in the form. If you um, want to tell us birthdays and death dates and so on and cause of death, wonderful. That means the messages will be more personalized for you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You can... Um, and that's it. You press subscribe. Um, you'll get a text message right away thanking you for the subscription. And mm-hmm. then you'll get a couple messages over the first week. Um, and then messages at least once a week and on key dates for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really encourage people to 
um, make the most of the subscription. People said, oh, shouldn't you just make it for one person? And then from the beginning, I said, no, every subscription is for five people, same price, because it's not something to do on your own. Right. Um, so find a few people who are willing to um, be part of the subscription. Mm -hmm. All you do is put in their first name and their phone number, and then they'll start getting messages too, and their messages will mm -hmm. be tips and suggestions for how they can help. Great, great. Okay, so. terrific. Thank you so much, Thank Emma, you. for doing this today. <laughs> um, for everyone out there, the website is www.grief.coach. Exactly. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And we'll welcome you back and hear more about how this is ever expanding, but hopefully some of our viewers can take advantage of this. Thanks, Thank Elizabeth. you, Emma. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>